NFL Week 8 is here, and so are my favorite picks today. I got three of them, plus two extra leans coming your guys' way. My name's Austin from Calling Our Shot. Let's do a short recap from last week. Another profitable week. Two and one on our spreads and over-unders. We had the Browns plus six and a half. The over 51 in the Seahawks-Chargers game. Our lone loss was the Jaguars minus three. If you sticked on to the whole video, you heard my two leans, which was the Jets team total under 19 and a half, and the Commanders plus five and a half. Both of those cashing. Bringing our total on uh, record on games picks. 67%, 26 and 13. That's been remarkable. Our player props are 30 and 21 at a 59% clip. Hopefully we've been helping you make some money. Let's have another profitable week in week eight. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. I certainly would appreciate it as we close in on 50,000 subscribers. Also drop a like too. Our NFL player props video will be live Saturday night. Plus we have daily NBA best bets videos that you guys do not want to miss out on. And if you're ever interested in signing up for a new sports book or whether it's like FanDuel, DraftKings, BetMGM, or even like a prize picks or an underdog, check out the description. You'll see all those deposit matches and exclusive exclusive sign-up bonuses, wasting no more of your time. First pick of this weekend, going with the Colts, minus two and a half, which is currently minus 120 on Vandal. This line could go to minus three, and I'd probably play it there, but as we know, a lot of games do tend to end on that, you know, three number, so I think getting that two and a half is pretty important. Now, the Colts play host to one of the hottest teams in the NFL. Yes, the Washington Commanders, winners of two straight games, and yes, They've been, on, they've been on a heater, but I think the Colts knock them off out of this one. The Indianapolis Colts coming off a disappointing loss to the Titans, but I like their chance to bounce back at home on Sunday versus the Commanders. Since taking over, Frank Reich took over as the head coach of the Colts in 2018. The Colts 17-10-1 against the spread after a loss, the fourth best record in the NFL over that time span. The Colts also... They got a brand new QB starting. Sam Ellinger, the sixth round pick for 2021, will be out there. He's yet to throw a pass in an NFL regular season game. He's played in the preseason before. It looked pretty decent. And I like we've talked about in the past, in the future, in the past videos, it's hard to prepare for a QB you have very little film on. And that's what the commanders will have to do. They don't have a lot of film on Ellinger. They can watch his time at Texas, but he's obviously a different quarterback now that he's in the NFL. And Matt Ryan's not going to be out there, whether it's a shoulder injury they want to say or whether they're just benching him altogether. Either way, I like Ellinger being out there. Now you think about Taylor Heineke of the Commanders, he'll start a backup QB as well, but they got a lot more film to watch the Colts defense, that is, than we'll see the Commanders have. And it's hard to prepare for a first start, you know, first start for a QB like Ellinger will be. And ultimately, Matt Ryan wasn't that good. Ellinger can't really play too worse than Matt Ryan was playing, and he's an agile quarterback. He's not a guy that's gonna sit in the pocket and he's either getting sacked, throwing it away, or or throwing an interception or, you know, completing a pass, he can actually run and make some plays. And that's what I think the Colts are looking for. They need a guy that can go out there and make some plays. The Colts don't need, you know, the Patrick Mahomes of the world. This is a very talented roster from top to bottom. They need a game manager. And Matt Ryan was not that this season. Matt Ryan, nine interceptions, three fumbles lost. He had like nine total fumbles, 12 total turnovers. This is, you can't win a lot of football games turning over the ball that much. And that's just from one player, not other guys fumbling it. The Colts were 2-0 and this season when Matt Ryan committed one or fewer turnovers. So I'm not asking Ellinger to go out there and have a masterclass. Absolutely be the next, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, but he's certainly capable of being pretty good. He's made some good throws. He's got a lot of talented pass catchers out there. Now, hopefully they can lean on the run game with Jonathan Taylor and a very good Colts defense. I think that's enough to beat the commanders. Give me the minus two and a half. Now, let's move on to my second pick for this weekend. Lions plus three and a half, minus 120 on FanDuel versus the Dolphins. Now, I know a lot of people in the comments probably won't like this one. And speaking of the comments, go drop below your favorite pick that you like for this weekend. I did buy a half point. I do see a couple books at three, but like I did with the Colts, a lot of games might end with on the three number. I'd rather be a winner than get a push. Now, let's talk about this because I think the Dolphins money line is going to be the parlay leg that fails for a lot of people. I think people are just going to chuck the Dolphins in there and be like, oh, they beat the Steelers. Let's throw them in there. We're playing the Lions. And no chance the Dolphins lose to the Lions. Lions are one in five and they lost their last two games by 50 by a combined score of 53 to six. 
Yeah, no chance. Now, I understand people are going to disagree in the comments, but I like the Lions to bounce back here. It's worth noting the, the past two games, the Lions got blown out. We're on the road, both for the Patriots and the Cowboys. Two decent defenses. Cowboys an elite defense. Kind of shut them out. And look, they're back at home where, yes, they are only one and two, but their two losses came when they only lost by three points. So they certainly are capable of covering spreads like this, and they can backdoor this at any moment. Now, the Dolphins on the flip side, no pun intended, are one and two on the road. Their lone win was at 42 to 38 comeback versus the Ravens when you had two attack by Lloyd thrown for six touchdowns. And other than that, there are two losses to the Jets by 23 points and to, by 12 to the Bengals. While no, the Lions are not probably going to come out here and win this game, although I think they could win and they probably aren't going to blow them out like that, but they're certainly capable of getting it done. To attack Vailoa, look at the home road splits. At home, it's 13 and 3 straight up, 19 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. On the road, just 6 and 6 straight up, 17 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. So interceptions are doubled despite playing in roughly the same amount of games. And if you take away that Baltimore game where he had six touchdowns, in his other 11 road games, he's had 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Not, it's not very good. And while this Lions defense is not the best thing in the world, arguably pretty bad, two has also failed to cover a minus three and a half spread in nine of his 12 career uh, road games. Like, I don't think that, I, I think you look at last week, versus Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday Night Football. The Dolphins were, came out electric, 13 points in the first quarter, and they were bottled up the rest of the game, allowing just scoring only three points. They gave the Steelers so many chances. The Steelers probably should have won that game. But ultimately, I think with DeAndre Swift, hopefully back for the Lions. Amon or St. Brown missed basically the whole game last last week due to instability by one of you know those concussion, concussion protocol people. I just expect the, the Detroit Lions to bounce back here. Get, keep this game close. They could lose by a field goal at the end. But I think they're going to be close. Maybe they even sprinkle on the money line. I think the Lions cover them plus three and a half. I'll be taking it. Now my fourth or third and final pick, then we'll talk about two leans. Like the Raiders team total under 25 and a half points, minus 110 on FanDuel. Now at surface level, you if you don't have a team total line, I'd likely lean towards probably taking the Saints on the spread. But let's talk about this because I think, or maybe the under on the full game. Now let's look at this because at, at surface level, you're like, this bet seems like a bet people will be all over the over. The over the over team total, the Raiders and the full game over. That's where the large percentage of the public I mean, 74% of the bets are on the full game over over 66% of the money odds on it. And look, teams that have been playing against this uh, this Saints defense, I've hit this over in four straight games. The Raiders have hit this over in three straight games themselves. So why are we taking the under and not the over? I think this comes down to motivation, intensity, and just a team that needs to win. And that would be the New Orleans Saints. Now, the Saints lost five of their last six games, their most recent game on Thursday Night Football, where they gave up 42 points to the Cardinals. Now, some of those points were Andy Dalton throwing back-to-back -back pick sixes, but still, it got to the point where Alvin Kamara, who's normally a pretty quiet-spoken guy, according to Demario Davis in the locker room, he had to tell his team in the locker room, that they have to get back and get their swagger back. That was apparently what he said. And I think on Sunday versus the Raiders, look, you know, the season's on the line. I mean, they can't drop to two and six. I know the division's been stanking it up, but you got to go out there and play with intensity. And being at home, I like that. And this defense is playing very bad. The defense is much more talented than what they have been playing. Demario Davis. Don't have Marshawn Lattimore's back. Cameron Jordan, Tyron Matthew, Marcus May. These guys are talented. This is one of the better defenses in the league last year. They've been stinking it up. And I think they're going to bounce back on Sunday against the Raiders team. Look, they got basically a mini bye week as they played on Thursday. So a lot of time to prepare. And the offense just needs to do its job. We don't need Andy Dalton or James Winston who's ever out there throwing interceptions. But I think they're going to lean on the run game, getting that you know offensive line healthy. And ultimately, I think too many people are just going to be taking the full game over to see a Saints-Raiders game. Think, oh, I'm just going to take the full game over. I don't think this is a high scoring game maybe like a 20 to 17 type game like you can take this at 24 and a half 
Final pick of the week is the Raiders team total under 25 and a half. It's hard to score, you know, 26, 27, 28 points in an NFL game, especially against a defense's defense that is as motivated as I believe the Saints defense will be. They're going to come in focused, and I think they limit this Raiders offense. Now, as a reminder, let's move on to some lanes, but these are just uh, lanes. They're not, we're not playing them. I don't count the 2-0 that we had last week towards our official record. Just, I want to talk about some more games, give you guys kind of where I'm standing on them. We'll start with this one. It's the Seahawks. I'm taking the minus three as they take on the Giants. Now, they're at home, and... You can look at it, yes, we faded the Giants, and people probably, I, I don't even hate the Giants. I just think they're not handing out free money once again. I like seeing the Giants win. It's cool, but I just don't think they hand out free money. They, they gave out free money on the Jags last week against the Jaguars, and the Jags had their chances to win that game, but the Seahawks are an offense that can get it done. I know they're down DK Metcalf, but with Tyler Lockett and Kenneth Walker running the football, I think they can do it. You saw Travis Etienne have a good game versus the Giants front last week. Eight yards per carry, I believe 114 rushing yards. Now Kenneth Walker can do just the same. He's elite, and the Seahawks defense quietly turning it around. They only gave up nine points to the Cardinals two weeks ago. Gave up 23 to the Chargers last week, but that was with a garbage time touchdown at the end. And maybe they give out free money on the Giants. I just don't see it happening. They're traveling across, you know, the United States. One of their first, you know, road game, second road game, third road game of the year. Seahawks team that you know it's hard to play in front of their crowd. I just think the Seahawks come out here. I think they're favored for a reason. Their Seahawks have impressed a lot of people. So has Geno Smith. I think the Seahawks get it done. Give me the minus three if I had to bet it. Now my final lean of the video, the Patriots money line as they take on the New York Jets. Currently minus 120 on BetMGM. Now, let me get this straight because I need to make sure I'm reading this line right. The Patriots traveling on a short week after playing on Monday Night Football. Just got spanked by the Bears. And now they're favorites over the 5-2 New York Jets. Yeah, I think they got that all right. And I think they're favored for a reason. Why? Well, the Patriots have owned the Jets. I know as the Jets pennant hangs behind me in glore, they've lost 12 straight games to the New England Patriots. Now they're down Brees Hall, their elite running back. Now they're down Elijah Vera Tucker, their elite, you know, offensive guard. Those are two of their best and most consistent players they've had on offense this season. I know they traded for James Robinson. He's not going to be Brees Hall. Sorry to break it to the Jets fans. And Zach Wilson... You haven't looked impressive over the past two weeks. 121 and 110 passing yards, not going to get it done. Look, he's, he hasn't thrown really any interceptions, but he hasn't done anything to move the ball. It's really just been Brees Hall getting it done and then the defense playing pretty well. And ultimately, Tom or, uh, Bill Belichick has had Zach Wilson's number. He's played two starts against him. I believe one either he got injured or it was just a complete blowout. But another one, he threw four interceptions. They lost both his starts to the Patriots, 25-6 and 54-13. Patriots, defense, got to be better. He stunk it up against the Bears, losing that game outright, getting off, absolutely destroyed by Justin Fields. But I don't see Zach Wilson doing the same thing. They've really been struggling. That Patriots defense, it could be just a fluke. They should be able to bounce back after that bad week. Ultimately, I just, I hate, maybe maybe if this pick loses, I wouldn't even be mad as a Jets fan, but I think the Patriots have our number. Bill Belichick does too. I just think they're going to get it done. It's just a gut feeling. I just think they're favored for a reason. The books are not handing out free money once again on the New York Jets as they did last week against the Broncos. Patriots should be able to run the ball. And as long as, you know, they don't have whoever's out there, Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones making any mistakes, I think they should be able to get this done in what I project to be a pretty low scoring game. But as always, those are just leans. Do whatever you want with them. Let me know your favorite picks down below. That'll wrap up the video. We have two videos for the NFL coming on later. Our and Player Props live Saturday, 5 p.m. Eastern time. Set your alarm clocks. Make sure you don't miss out on that. And our Ravens versus Buccaneers best bets video for Thursday Night Football. That'll be live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time. It might not even be applicable depending on when you're watching this, but let's have a day. Let's have a weekend. We'll see you guys in the future videos. Peace out.